Hello, this is Monica Reinagel. Thanks for joining me for the Nutrition Divas Quick and Dirty Tips for Eating Well and Feeling Fabulous. Podcast listener Rona writes in with a question that I know many of you have been wondering about as well. She writes, My health coach says that I should avoid milk because it's acidic and, contrary to common belief, will actually deplete the calcium in my bones. I've always believed that milk was a good source of calcium. In fact, I insist that my children have at least two servings of milk a day. Does milk really deplete calcium from bones? And should I stop giving it to my kids? The idea that milk and dairy products weaken bones has been steadily gaining traction in alternative health communities. Of course, this runs completely contrary to the conventional wisdom that dairy products help build strong bones by providing calcium. Is the conventional wisdom wrong? Well, let's take a closer look at the evidence. People who are suspicious of milk's role in bone health like to point out that the countries with the highest consumption of dairy products also have the highest incidence of osteoporosis. Now, is this convincing proof that dairy products cause osteoporosis? Not even remotely. There are many things that affect bone health, including genetics, physical activity, body weight, smoking or exposure to secondhand smoke, alcohol use, hormone levels, and medications. If any of those risk factors are more common in countries that also have higher dairy consumption, then the link between dairy and osteoporosis may be nothing more than a coincidence. If we're going to take this hypothesis that dairy products cause osteoporosis seriously, we need more than just a correlation. At the very least, we need a plausible mechanism, an explanation for how dairy products might weaken your bones. Like Rona's health coach, Some people have argued that milk weakens your bones because it is an acid-forming food. The idea here is that milk leaves an acidic residue in your body after digestion, and this supposedly causes your body to pull calcium from the bones to keep your body from becoming too acidic. I talked about acid and alkaline-forming foods in episode number 43 on pH-balancing diets. It's true that some foods do leave behind acid residues, while others have alkaline residues. And it is true that eating more acid-forming foods causes your urine to become more acidic. But this is not evidence that these foods are acidifying your body. In fact, it is evidence of exactly the opposite. One of the ways that your body maintains its optimal pH is by excreting extra acid in your urine. In other words, the acid load of your diet does not have any meaningful impact on the pH of your blood. Okay, so maybe your body doesn't actually become acidic when you eat acid-forming foods, but is this at the expense of your bones, as many have said? After all, it's true that eating more acid-forming foods can increase the amount of calcium that's excreted in your urine. What's going on in the urine is not always a good indication of what's going on in the body. Studies demonstrate that the acid residue of the diet does not affect the overall calcium status of the body. It appears that your body compensates for calcium losses by increasing the amount of calcium it extracts from your food. In any case, although acid-forming foods may increase calcium in your urine, this calcium is not coming from your bones. The whole calcium balance thing is being handled in the digestive system and the kidneys. The bottom line, as long as you're getting a reasonable amount of calcium from your diet, your body will handle the rest. And to find out whether you are getting enough calcium, see episode number 130. 
Now that we've got all that settled, there's just one more thing. It turns out that dairy is not an acid-forming food after all. That's right. Contrary to a lot of stuff you see on the internet, milk produces an alkaline residue when digested. So even if there were evidence to uphold this theory about acid-forming foods stealing calcium from the bones, it wouldn't appear to apply to dairy products anyway. By the way, I don't necessarily expect you to take all of this simply on my say-so. As always, you'll find links to the relevant research in the show notes for today's show, which, for your reference, is show number 269. And finally, back to Rona's question, should she and her kids continue to drink milk? As I discussed in episode number 13 on the pros and cons of dairy, for those who don't have a lactose intolerance, milk can be a very good source of absorbable calcium and vitamin D, but it's certainly not the only source. And I talked more about the best sources of calcium in episode number 131. But let's not let calcium steal the show here. There are a lot of other nutrients and lifestyle factors involved in building healthy bones. And maybe that is why the positive correlation between dairy consumption and bone density isn't stronger. It's not that dairy is weakening our skeleton. It's just that dairy alone doesn't guarantee strong, healthy bones. And for more on all the ways to build healthy bone density for life, please see episode number 25. You'll find a transcript of today's show and of all the other shows I mentioned at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. Feel free to leave your comments and your questions there, or come hang out with me and lots of other food and nutrition enthusiasts on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. Have a great week, and remember to eat something good for me. 